It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day and here we go i'm your gracious and humble host eric g welcoming you to another episode of the locked on thunder podcast coming up on today's show we will talk about the future of billy donovan in oklahoma city is he michigan bound why if i were him i would be michigan bound and how sam presti is sneaky ruthless when it comes to head coaches and the Oklahoma City Thunder will explain all that in segment number one. In segment number two, we're going to talk about the idea of Russell Westbrook going to Phoenix, and I guess 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago, that was a hot topic. Why it can't happen now, why it would be a very bad idea if the Thunder decided to do this. And three, we'll talk about Zion Williams coming to the Western Conference and how big of an effect that is going to have on the Thunder's window to win a championship, and could the Thunder possibly get into the Anthony Davis sweepstakes? What would they have to offer? What would New Orleans possibly be interested in? We'll talk about it all on today's episode of Locked on Thunder. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and I also run a website or host a channel for maven.io called Thunder Maven. And you can check that out at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And if you like what you hear, and I hope you do, please download the Himalaya app to your phone. And then when you get into your car, please ask your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. There is absolutely no getting around this at all. If you are Billy Donovan... You need to go screaming for Ann Arbor and take the Michigan job if you are offered it because I believe that Billy Donovan for the last half of this season with the Oklahoma City Thunder has been extremely unhappy. And there's a few things he's probably been unhappy about, but Billy Donovan's too classy a guy 
to ever let it play out in the media. One, he's probably sick and tired of Russ not listening to him or really not listening to anybody else in the organization. And if we go back to Sam Presti's press conference, we know that Russell Westbrook has the keys to the Thunder organization, and there's really not a lot Sam Presti can do about it. Whatever Russ wants to do, when it's whether it's dealing with the media, play a certain way on the floor, have certain interactions with his teammates, Russell Westbrook's going to do it, and because you've given him the Supermax, you're pretty powerless to stop him. And Sam Presti said as much in not so many words during his exit interview. The other thing that Billy Donovan's probably upset about when it comes to Sam Presti is the ever-evolving NBA where three-point shooting is at a premium right now. And you need shooters in order to compete with the order to compete in this league. And Sam Presti has come up short now the last two years in getting Billy Donovan enough shooters for the Thunder to be competitive. And then just finally, and this kind of goes hand in hand with the last thing I said, when you're a college basketball coach, you get to go out and recruit the players you want. Now, recruiting is not easy. It's not always fun, and I believe that there are some advantages to having a guy like Sam Presti versus going out and doing it yourself. I would rather let somebody else pick the players and then just make a meal out of what what groceries you have bought, as Bill Parcells um, would say. But when you've been recruiting your own players and you want to play a certain style, and now you don't have the opportunity to pick those players... And if there have been disputes over certain guys that Billy Donovan has wanted and Sam Presti hasn't, or certain trades that Billy Donovan wants made and Sam Presti hasn't, it all sort of leads up to Billy Donovan looking back at the college game and saying, had a lot more fun, I had a lot more control of my own destiny, and I never had to worry about a player deciding he wasn't going to listen to me because if he didn't, even if he is a great player... I can sit him on the bench, and I can make an example of him, and you just can't do it in the NBA. It has nothing to do with success. Billy Donovan's been a great coach. But I think when we go back to Sam Presti's exit interview, and we hear the question that Brett Dawson was asking, it also shows us how sneaky, ruthless Sam Presti is when it comes to coaches. And I will tell you right now, If Billy Donovan and Sam Presti have had that conversation about Billy wanting an extension and Sam Presti has yet to commit to Billy Donovan, then Billy Donovan's being told all he needs to be told, which is that the Thunder don't value him maybe as much as they should, or it's just gotten to that point where it's time to look someplace else. And with Sam Presti, I will tell you now, For Presti, what I say sneaky ruthless is he just doesn't want Billy Donovan's blood on his hands. What he wants is Billy Donovan to make that decision so Sam Presti can take a deep breath and then go out and get the coach he wants. And I will also say this to Billy Donovan, whom a few years back when Scott Brooks was fired, said that he would never put a player in position to make that decision on a coach. He he believes that that is too much for a player to handle, Well, now that you've given Russ all the control in this organization and you've got a guy like Paul George whom you convinced to stay here and you got bounced in the first round, 
it's time to loosen up on that. It's time to listen to these guys and find out what kind of coach they want. And if they have a particular name, at worst, you better bring that guy in. And you better talk to him because if you don't, it shows an extreme lack of respect to both of those guys. It also tells me that you're a little wishy-washy. You're willing to give the keys to the organization to a guy like Russell Westbrook, but you're not willing to let him make any decisions. And that is a very volatile mix that could ultimately end up hurting the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's go back and revisit what Sam Presti had to say during his exit interview about the future of one Billy Donovan. Sam, you said you will give Billy some distance and then you guys will talk. Can you just clarify what his status is in sure. terms of coaching next Sure, year? yeah. So, you know, we anticipate Billy being back. Um, if anything were to change on that, we would have we would have let you know. And I know some of you guys have, have had questions about that. Um, but, you know, for us, for me personally, I always think that it's important to give the coach of the team time to reflect and decompress. These jobs are really, really hard. And, um, you know, before you can get into, um, you know, okay, what did we do well? What did we lay out? What could we do better? Um, um, what could we do different? How do you see the team? Um, you know, what did you hear in exit interviews? What did I hear in exit interviews? I think you got to get away from it. Otherwise, you're operating in like you're just being drenched with the end result, which matters. But how you got to that point, I think, is equally as important when you're making assessments to inform the future. So we'll do that just like we always do, um, and we'll uh, we'll 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 inform our offseason planning from there. What what that said to me, the more I listen to that, the more I think about what Sam Presti's talking about when he's discussing Billy Donovan and that two-week period off is that they have had those discussions that we mentioned at the first of the show, which is, are you going to give me an extension? What are you going to do with this team? How do you see, see it shaping up? This is what I would like to do. And it probably got to a point where Sam Presti told Billy Donovan, we'll go take a couple of weeks off, we'll reconvene. And I also had to think that at that time, I mean, maybe you didn't know that John Beeline was going to get the job with Cleveland and that the Michigan job was going to be open, but Arizona's under investigation. And that would be a very desirable job for Billy Donovan or anybody that wanted to coach college basketball, considering their history and how successful they've been. Of course, it may not be that desirable if Arizona, who is under investigation, gets hammered. You may not want to walk into that situation. But I think I also I I think Sam Presti knew that Billy Donovan would have choices. And that Billy probably brought that up. Sam probably knew that, and that it was just a situation where there needed to be a breather, and what this time may prove to ultimately do before they meet back is Billy Donovan may walk away with a job offer. I think it's interesting that in Michigan Live, which we've posted on Thunder Maven, there is a belief there you wouldn't have to pay Billy Donovan as much money as you would a lot of other coaches because, one, he's been very well paid in the NBA. He's taking care of his money. Um, so much so that he could forfeit the $6 million that Oklahoma City owes him and that he could just take up the Michigan job. And not only is he a successful national championship winning coach, but it may cost you less money because you don't have to make the one, 
You may not have to pay him as much as somebody else, but you also probably wouldn't have to buy out his contract with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He just forfeits that $6 million and he's yours, whereas you go after somebody like Mike Bray at Notre Dame or Chris Collins at Northwestern, there's a very good chance there's a buyout attached to that contract. And last time, I, th I think when Michigan hired John Beeline, I know when they hired Rich Rodriguez, they did not pay his buyout at West Virginia, and I don't think they paid Mike, I, I don't think they paid uh, John Beeline's buyout at West Virginia either. That's one of the reasons that Billy Donovan's so attractive is if there's no buyout, you just hire him. It doesn't cost you any money other than what you're paying him in salary. He hires his assistants and you move on. And tomorrow when we reconvene, we're going to start moving forward talking about the guys that could possibly replace Billy Donovan. And I get that all this is speculation right now, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And I just feel like the Oklahoma City Thunder are in a major transitional stage right now where if you don't do something semi-drastic, you could cost your organization an opportunity to win a championship or compete for one when you've only got about two years to knock this out. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone. And when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And remember, Himalaya will curate podcasts for you based on what you like to listen to. Coming up next, why it would be a very bad idea to try and trade Russell Westbrook to the Phoenix Suns right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. ZipRecruiter is giving you an offer that you can't refuse if you are an employer. Want to find out how ZipRecruiter works? All you have to do is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash LockedOn. And for a limited time, when you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash LockedOn, you can get the services for free. ZipRecruiter will send your job to over 100 of the leading job boards on the web, but they don't stop there. In fact, as applications come in, they analyze each one and they send you the top candidates. I've used ZipRecruiter to go out and find jobs. And the thing I love about it is they're getting me in touch with employers who appreciate and want my skills, whereas some job boards just throw you to anyone and then it's not a good fit at all. So do yourself a favor. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. Use this exclusive web and find out why ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. And don't forget, it's so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. It was floated out on radio here in Oklahoma City. I've got my idea about which station, but I don't know which one for sure. So I, unfortunately, I can't, I, I can't credit anyone with this. But the idea of trading Russell Westbrook 
to the Phoenix Suns came up, and T.J. Warren and Tyler Johnson, probably two guys that would figure into the trade. Plus, you may have an I you may have an opportunity with Russell Westbrook to get the pick from Phoenix. I don't like this idea at all, at least not now. If Phoenix had gotten in to the top three, then yeah, I, I honestly believe that it would have been worth exploring trading Russell Westbrook for one of those top three picks. But because Phoenix has the sixth pick overall, I don't believe the sixth pick actually carries as much value as Russell Westbrook does now. And that, and, and I am talking about a Russell Westbrook who has been cut on five times on his knee. Yes, that Russell Westbrook. A Russell Westbrook who got worse shooting from the field this year and one that got worse shooting from the free throw line. I would still take him over the sixth pick if for no other reason. He is a known commodity. And one thing I absolutely do know about Russell Westbrook is that with all the critics that he is going to have and everybody that's going to rip him and talk about how he hurt the Thunder more than he helped them this year, um, their words, not mine. And actually, I really haven't heard anybody say that. But when those type of things come up, I think you know what I mean by that, is that when people talk about Russell Westbrook hurting the Thunder or not doing enough to help the Thunder, Russell Westbrook goes out and works on these particular aspects of his game. And I have no, I, no doubt that that's what he's going to do. Chances, what we don't know about Russell Westbrook, and this is, and I'd still take my chances on him, is is he a guy who's willing to reinvent himself like we've talked about so much? Take that page out of the Vince Carter playbook, and instead of being a guy that goes to the rim and drives and relies so much on athletic ability, can you become a shooter? Russell Westbrook certainly has the talent to do that, but is he willing to work for work for it? And even if he's not, and even if he still wants to play the, a certain way, I, I have to trust my instinct on, on that. And, and I think if you're the Phoenix Suns, you're looking at, even with that six pick, let's talk about this from the Suns aspect. you still got guys like Devin Booker. You've got uh, DeAndre Ayton, who you took number one overall last year. You're developing a young core. Do you want to bring in a personality like Russell Westbrook, A, who is used to winning and used to going to the playoffs, and B, used to being the absolute focal point of an organization? And for the most part, yes, Russell Westbrook should be the focal point of the Phoenix Suns, but you show up, Devin Booker, it's kind of been his team. Devin might kind of relinquish it, but will everyone view you as the focal point of the team? Or are they still going to look at a guy like Devin Booker as being the focal point of the team? Phoenix, it becomes very dangerous. And when you've got a lot of young talent and a, and a guy that can be as volatile as Russell Westbrook, I'm not sure that I want to throw Russell Westbrook's volatility in with my young talent because that just feels like you're asking for a hell of a lot of trouble and it's not really worth it. It does bring up the point, though, that Oklahoma City is going to have to do something. And Sam Presti knows, we all know this, you can't stand Pat this year. One, you need to get that, you need to get that luxury tax bill down quite a bit. You definitely need to do that. And two, you're going to need to find something to give Paul George and Russell Westbrook 
a reason to hope, and a reason for both of these guys to feel like they can take nights off, that they can pull a Kawhi Leonard and decide they're going to sit out certain nights, take that into their own hand. And, and you know what? As much as I hate that for the ticket-buying public, if I'm Sam Presti, I do have that talk with Russell Westbrook and have that discussion about Russ. It's going to upset some fans, and it's probably going to upset people when, when we go on the road, but you need to start taking some nights off. Your body has, you have put your body through just too much over these first, what, 11 plus years, 12, almost 12 years of your career. You're 30 now. You're still using your athleticism. You need to take some nights off. Paul, you need to take some nights off with this shoulder surgery. But we need to find you some help, and we being the Oklahoma City Thunder, me being Sam Presti in this particular conversation, we need to find you some help to let you know that when you take these nights off, that the team's going to be okay without you. That's what the Thunder have got to accomplish here over these next few weeks. And if they don't, then the anxiety level of this fan base should kick way the hell up. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, Zion's coming to the West. So is Oklahoma City's window still two years? Uh, we'll discuss on Locked on Thunder. Please don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone. Then when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. It is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And the Locked On Podcast Network can be found on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Finishing up here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, um, I don't know what your reaction was last night as the draft lottery was playing out, and we need to get into that. Uh, tomorrow, that's going to be one of our big discussions, uh, is the idea of, of how this all worked out and how it's gonna, it may force teams not to tank, which theoretically, as a fan, should give you something that's a lot more fun to watch on a nightly basis. But as all that was playing out last night, and I saw the Knicks end up with, what was it, the fourth pick overall, my first thought was, oh, crap. Zion Williams is coming to the West. I wasn't even thinking about Anthony Davis at that point. I was thinking Zion is coming to the West. And if I'm Anthony Davis and I see that and I'm thinking, all right, you know, there's pretty darn good core around here. Um, we've got Zion's. New Orleans is one of those places that players tend to like, even though it's a, a smaller market. We've got an opportunity to build something. In fact, if I am Anthony Davis... I would have called Alvin Gentry last night and told him that I wanted to stay because I think we can build something. Because Zion, one, Zion, tremendous upside, a total fran You've got now two franchise changers on your team 
And even if you go there with LeBron, you're, you obviously are not going to be able to make a longer run with the Lakers that you are with the Pelicans. It becomes very attractive to me if I'm Anthony Davis. But if we go off reports, Anthony Davis isn't going to stay in New Orleans and he's looking to go someplace else. So that's fine. Does Sam Presti have the balls to try and do with Anthony Davis what he did with Paul George? Scared money don't make money. If you're if you are if you're Sam Presti, you've at least gotta gotta pick up the phone and, and make the call to Griffin about acquiring Anthony Davis and figuring out what the Pelicans want. Um, the 21st overall pick, probably you throw that in there. Is it gonna be enough to to whet their appetite? Jeremy Grant, Dennis Schroeder. Steven Adams, some sort of combination thereof, and the 21st pick, you're probably still stretching it, but it's something that Sam Presti's got to try. Even if it is just for one year, I go ahead and push all my chips to the table to try and win a championship, and then do the same thing with Anthony Davis that you did with Paul George. Chances are lightning is not going to strike twice. And there is a thought around the NBA that Paul George should feel bad. or It really is. There is this thought amongst fans that he should feel bad for not going to the Lakers because of how things turned out in Oklahoma City. But this is something you most certainly need to do if you're Sam Presti. I, I try and get in on the sweepstakes, and I do let it out that I am trying to get in on the sweepstakes. Now, the danger in that is that you could unnerve some players that have been loyal to you. And we saw how that backfired in Los Angeles. But the positive in all that is that when news like that gets out, your fans get excited and they know that you've got their best interest in mind. And that is always the most important thing when it comes to running a franchise. This has been the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We will definitely be back tomorrow. And until then... When we start talking about the lottery, how it affected, and go a little bit deeper, maybe talk about Nerland's Noel's future, because that's a big dark deal. Um, we're going to talk about all that tomorrow here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder on. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.